0: Hello warriors and battle buddies. This is James Inkson Stevens and you are listening to a battle within podcast with Terry and Drew Neiman. Okay. So here we go with episode number 108. Terry, the inspiration for the program will join us shortly. Today we're going to sit down for another installment of Terry's takes. If you haven't listened before, these are the episodes where I bring up three topics to Terry and she offers her candid, Immediate Responses and Thoughts on the Subjects, and then we go on to discuss it for a little bit. Today's installment, we will investigate the possibility of healing from a TBI, what would you tell somebody new to brain injury, and the fact that Terry is becoming more of a minimalist and it's working. And folks, don't forget, please support the show by giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Also, if you're getting any kind of value out of the program and are so inclined Visit us at buymeacoffee.com/backslash a battle within. We can use the help in bringing the platform to the next level. Okay, warriors and battle buddies, here we go. Let's get after it with Terry.
1: A battle within is about Terry and Drew's life experiences and those of their guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries, with an emphasis on post-concussion syndrome. The conversations are real raw and uncensored from both the warrior and caregiver perspectives from time to time medical professionals are offered as well this platform is intended to be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and to help those in the battle whether you are the warrior or the battle buddy the stories and resources offered here take aim in helping you in your own journey join us each week for meaningful conversations that truly do matter for those affected. Let's battle together.
0: Terry Neiman, we're back at it for another episode of Terry's Takes. Oh
2: gosh, Drew. Hi, Good. Drew. How are you? Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. So, are you ready to go with Terry's Takes? It's been way too long for Terry's Takes. I'm I excited. Didn't,
2: I didn't miss it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> these are fun.
0: So my first question for you, Terry, is it possible to heal from a TBI? In recent times, we've had a few people that have come on the program and be pretty adamant about their feelings that, yeah, yes, you can. They That's were warriors, my feelings. And they came on and wanted to ha- talk to other people and make sure that they were fully aware of that. And other people feel strongly the other way, that it's just simply not possible. It's a hard No. There appears to be no middle ground here. Either you can or you can't.
2: Black and white, no gray. Right?
0: There's, there seems to be like no grays on. So, I would love to hear your thoughts on the subject. Go.
2: I do believe there is a there that it's gray. I think that, like when you look at someone like your sister Holly, how mm. severe it was. Right. That if we gave her the same core, like had her on the same course that I was on and did the same health chasing things that I did and, or other people did that was successful. And through time, it wasn't going to change much. Mm -hmm. It was just so much damage done. So I do believe that, you know, the neuroplasticity was only could go so far with her, but for, and then there's others, then there's others were like me where I had plateaued forever and was under the impression that there were some things that were permanent. And yeah, there there may be, but I also still see progress. So I hang on to the neuroplasticity is there. I'm seeing it and I will just keep plugging. I will just keep trying, never believing that this is it, that I see the improvements. And if I look back to towards the beginning, I see that it was never just straight improvements. It was up, down, up, down, up, down. And over the course of the time, you see the big gains, right? right. Mm-hmm. So we have to take that into consideration that that, it's not linear. It's just not this linear line of progress.
0: Yeah, some people think that it's not actually healing but adaptation. What's your thoughts on that?
2: No, I would never have been able to adapt to what I was going through. It wasn't about adapting. I was suffering greatly. If that was still happening, I would know that.
0: Some of those same folks also think it's about your commitment and focus to the process that you find success in the healing? And also, do you think it's possible that you could or other people with PCS heal for the remainder of their lives?
2: To the commitment, I think that's crucial. I think you have to have a positive attitude, positive mindset, and you have to be committed. Be your own advocate. Really know what's best for you. You know what's best for you better than Even your doctors, in a lot of ways, I mean, they know, they know, but you're the one going through it. You know, whether or not it's working for you or not. I mean, give each thing time, of course, to try to work, but you also know you have to be honest. You have to put that out there. And then what was part two?
0: There wasn't really necessarily a part two as much as it was. Do you feel that people can heal for the rest of their lives?
2: Oh, I feel like that's totally possible because i'm what four years into this yeah, four and a half now four and a half and i'm still going through healing and have issues so i you know look at my balance yeah right so yes totally i think that's definitely going happen with people but you know and and here's the thing is every brain injury and in every person is different
0: but i'm generalizing here and yeah. part of the reason i'm asking is because i've noticed to see the black or white so I'm asking you the question.
2: I don't think nah. it can really be back black and white if every th- everybody's different and every right. brain injury is different. I'm not so how, how is that possible to be black and white? It's got to be unique.
0: To the individual, the circumstances. And the brain, and, that and,
2: particular right. injury.
0: I mean, I'm on the outside looking in. Right. From where I sit, but I also think that you can always heal, but maybe you don't necessarily recover 100%, Right. Right. And that's, that's kind of the way I view it. Like at that
2: point, the adaptation may kick in. Right. You're at a point where you can adapt. Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Yep. Now, how about this? I've seen some chatter about this too. How about you can certainly heal completely physically, but mentally no?
2: Oh, I can see that. Because I definitely, I'll give you for instance, just last night, it's been pretty snowy around here and Mm -hmm. it, at night you know and the day it may melt a little then at night it freezes up a little bit and we went out last night for our anniversary the road itself appeared fine but it wasn't it was icy and well, i we were walking on it what we were walking on mm. to get to the restaurant yeah. was icy and normally you you will drop me off at the front, so I don't have to deal with stuff like that. But I'm like, oh no, I feel like walking because where I didn't think that I didn't think it was icy.
0: Oh, plus you're feeling a little bit better. Lately, and so. it didn't yeah. look icy.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I hit it, the PTSD, and then the I started shaking. I might have even been gripping you too hard. I don't yeah, know I got
0: scratched. You did. <laughs> I
2: almost couldn't move. You couldn't move. I, you locked yeah, up. I yeah. locked up.
0: Yeah, I had to talk you through it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, then on the way back, I made you go get the car. Yes. Yeah, so I. that's mental.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that based on what I've seen.
2: That's because I slipped and fell. Right. So it
0: changes you. It changes everybody, yeah. I think.
2: I don't forget it. I can't forget it. Yeah. I, what it put me through. And do I want to go through that again just because now here we are dealing with ice and I have balance issues? So hello.
0: Yeah, but anybody that suffers, I think- It changes the projection of their life, right? And they see things differently, and they have different obstacles to overcome. And the list goes on and on. A
2: positive note: they're more. I think they're more empathetic too to others. You know, you're much more aware of that. You might not be able to see what people are going through, but everyone's going through something.
0: Gratitude, I think, is another big one.
2: Gratitude is another really big one. It's a positive change.s You realize I'm still here. You know, look at what I do have.
0: I'm going to move on to number two here, right? Yeah. Terry's take number two topic. What would you tell someone new to brain injury? I'm interested in knowing what you would say to someone who is past the acute stage of their injury, but yet is still somewhat new to it. You know, let's say some somebody's going to reach out to you. Let's say it's me and it happened and I would say, what, what should I know and do in order to help myself? What are some things you would tell that individual?
2: Well, I would definitely say to concentrate on a few things. One is your nutrition, okay. anti-inflammatory type diet and working on your gut health, making sure that your, you know, your food is very, very centered towards good healthy fats. Don't eliminate fats. Please don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, good supplements that go along with any, you know, like your insurance for your diet, staying hydrated, getting good sleep. That's crucial, man. So I would say, if you're still struggling with sleep, figure that out because everything else is going to come from that too. You got to get; it's going to start there. You got to get a good night's worth of sleep and a good diet and a good diet. You mm-hmm. have to do that, and you have to be hydrated,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then then you can worry about what supplements you need from there. What about on the emotional side? Yeah, I think that you got to get a handle on your mindset. So practice. So if you're depressed, like push out. The negativity with positive thoughts that may seem at the time too difficult to do, but start with anything. That's what I did. I just started with anything and then eventually you practice it, you become better at it. And what you're feeding, what you're feeding grows. Yeah. So if you're feeding, keep on letting those negative thoughts take root. They will take root and they will grow.
0: Yeah. Those are the wolves within. Yeah. Right. So about.
2: feed. The positive, and no matter how small it is, start somewhere. Find whatever it is. Like just look at something and go. You know, I'm grateful for the trees are still there, growing and and swaying in the wind. Mm. I'm whatever. Just grab something. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. Mm. Whatever it is.
0: Would you think it would be important to tell this person who's very new in their journey? Would you give them the real, honest, and raw truth that? They're gonna lose friends, potentially, family, that it's gonna suck at times, to embrace the suck.
2: I know, but I would also emphasize the positive that comes out about it. So you might lose people, but the people that you gain are the people that are actually more tolerant anyway, that are just more open and quality people. That's the way I see it. So I look at like what was in the past wasn't very real anyway then.
0: Would you tell them to actually take the time to mourn their former self? Or you think that's something to have to come to on their own?
2: And I guess we kinda do mourn that. I mean I did, but now I don't because I look at it like I like who I am now. I think you have to accept acceptance okay. is more important and really liking who you are. Like loving yourself. If you can't love yourself, nobody else can. You have to love yourself first. How about would
0: you tell them and I think I know the answer to this, but I want to ask it anyway. Would you tell them to never stop looking for solutions and be their own advocate, no matter what anybody else says? Oh my gosh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought you would say. You
2: have to yeah. because it's so complex, and there's some myriad of different people going to be in, involved in. Helping you get where you need to go and they're all great, but you need you may need something completely new and different and thinking out of the box Like you have to create something on your own like that works for me But yet this doesn't this recommendation was a good idea. I'm running with that But maybe i'm gonna add this like that's you're managing that just as much as any doctor would
0: and it's also I I feel it's important because where I sat there was a period of time where you couldn't necessarily do that a hundred percent for yourself where you oh, would get you, burnt have have, out. you have to
2: believe in the doctor that's doing that right
0: for you. or you know having a family member or a close friend that's somebody that's really in your corner mm-hmm. helping you through it keeping track of a, whether it's keeping track of appointments or writing stuff down so later mm-hmm. on when you're in a better space you can actually read it or hear it or whatever and mm-hmm. absorb it better so then you can make decisions for yourself
2: Absolutely, right? yeah,
0: yeah so try to get somebody in your corner i think too You got to listen to your body too, as far as I'm concerned. You know what's best, right? I mean, that's a no-brainer for me too.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Anything else on that front, Terry? You think that you would talk to tell somebody who's new in their journey as far as like a starting point of suggestions? Just what I said
2: earlier too—that it's not going to be linear. It's just not going to be. You are going to have setbacks. That is going to happen, and use them as a learning, not failure. Mm -hmm. It's not failure. It's learning.
0: I would agree with that. Get you closer to the goal in the end. Yep. On to Terry's take number three. Okay. Let's end the episode here on something that's a little bit more lighthearted. Sure. The topic is, Terry is becoming much more of a minimalist.
2: (laughs) That has nothing to do with this. (laughs)
0: Oh, yes, it does. It does? Yes. Okay, Terry, you've been working hard to remove things from your life over the recent years. Whether it included toxic chemicals in the house. Yeah. Reducing the items in your closet. Mm-hmm. And knocking back the amount of time that you've been spending on social media platforms, etc. Would you yeah. agree with all that? Yes. So I want to know how your latest strategy of pitching one thing a day is working out for you. First, you know, first of all, tell everybody what you're up to here and what's going on there.
2: I believe that if it does not fill my bucket, makes me smile and all happy with whatever it is, whatever object it is, or provides a use like I use it, then why am I holding on to it? So if it can't meet that criteria, makes me feel good, or I need it for something, I use it, then those two things say nope, nope, then it goes, it leaves, and I hold on to it.
0: And you're just doing one thing a day.
2: One thing a day. And if I forget, which sometimes I do forget, I have it in my calendar, but sometimes mm-hmm. I forget then it's two things. And the other thing is, if a new thing comes in-
0: Then something's got to go then out. something's got to go out. Where'd you get this idea?
2: Where the heck did I see that? Pinterest? You?
0: We watched the documentary.
2: Oh, we watched the documentary. Yes,
0: we did. On New Year's Day.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a good idea. Yes. <laughs> Was it a minimalist show?
0: Yes, it was a minimalist. I think you doc, were probably watching it, yes. and I just
2: was like, "Good idea." Yeah,
0: you probably picked up on it yeah, because yeah. full disclosure, I am very much along those lines. Yeah,
2: he will throw out things, and I had just gotten it. No, yes, that's you true. did. And remember the remember the yes? Don't <laughs> shake your head. We had these brand new. Uh, what were they called? The the river tubes. No, we still have them. You threw them out. I no. have new ones now.
0: No, not true. <laughs> That is fake news right there, It's
2: not fake news, yes, it
0: is <laughs> I have to ask you, you know, with all these things that we're talking about, yeah, do you feel that releasing all these things, these so-called burdens that you carry and we've talked about this before in the past, right yeah. has it cut down and relieved some of your angst and stress overall?
2: I feel better about it because. You know, why am I holding on to these things? I always think maybe I'll need it. Even with my email, like I, I stopped checking my email because it's was sure, so, so backed yeah. up. So now it's like, oh, I'll just go, okay, just delete 100 today. Just 100 tomorrow, delete 100 tomorrow. But in doing that, at least 25 of them unsubscribe from. So delete 100, unsubscribe from 25. So that's one thing that I've been doing every day, and now I've been finding like less and less clutter in my email, and now I can actually read emails that maybe I should have been reading all along that were coming in, but were, it was a mess. So that's happening. As far as with social media, I was spending way too much time on it, you know, basically too, because I was a little bit bored with the whole way of our world right now, but it was also not... Yeah, there was educational purposes to it. I was learning things, but I was also getting upset. Yeah. And then I wasn't doing enough taking care of my health. I said, you know, put it down. I must leave it. So I did allow myself an hour a day and that covers all of it. That would cover my email, that would cover social media, all of it, any screen time, an hour also, a day.
0: You're also pruning those areas too, like you are with the email.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's basically that's it. So the hour is up, the hour is up. And I can, you know, maybe check a little bit in the day, check a little bit in the afternoon, that's it. And I've been finding that it's not I'm not even hitting a half an hour and I'm fine with that now.
0: Your spirits better?
2: Oh yeah. Much because now I've been walking and reading, listening to podcasts, doing things that and I don't know, they just don't, they're don't suck- you. down rabbit holes. Things that are feeding
0: you. Mm -hmm. You've also been very intentional too about spending your time and money on experiences as opposed to buying stuff too. So how's that piece going?
2: Well, you know, I'm social, very social. So I, I love that. I love to, you know, with friends, okay, well, let's go to a show. Let's go for a walk. Let's go do something that it's going to provide a memory. Right. Uh, I'm doing that with, with Zoe. Zoe, my granddaughter, will be coming on Wednesdays. And I already have like a little list of field trips that I want to do with her. Stuff, yeah. like, you know, like apple picking when the apples, it's when it's time and taking it to a hands on museum for children, different things like that. Like, I think it is important to have the experiences more than just, you know, I don't really think we need things so i think of it now more as stuff why do we need this stuff like you made a really good point like what's what are we missing that we need to have this stuff and you can get rid of this stuff but if you haven't gotten to why do you need that stuff then you're just going to fall right back to doing it. Yeah, yes
0: so you have to you have to address the, the mental component of it yeah and i think for
2: me it was a loss of my career a loss of my former self the pain i was going through
0: Yeah, it could also be if you're accumulating stuff, there's probably a root cause thing that might be happening. You know, people might overeat or drink too much or whatever. Yeah. Right. There's a void. There's like a vacuum. So until you get to the root. Why
2: are we buying more things? Why do we buy, 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 buy? It's you're trying to replace something. Right. There's something going on.
0: There's a root. Yeah, exactly. There's a root. Yeah. Yeah. There's a root cause for it. Absolutely. So, you know, me, Terry, I could probably go through life with less than a hundred things. You know that possession. Yeah, I think that's uh, really
2: admirable. Yeah. I mean I'm working on it, but there's just no oh, way. I wanna know if you like me yet. <laughs>
1: what <laughs> what?
0: Uh I didn't know if you could see it like I could. Like could you live with less than a hundred things?
2: Oh, that would be a real challenge right now. Yeah. Because I am work I- I'm like the type of person that I get maybe could get there, but it would take a while.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just kidding with you. I'm just kidding. So in all seriousness though. Do you think that these initiatives that you've taken up has been a form of addition by subtraction? And do you believe it's helped you in your recovery?
1: Well,
2: I think that if you feel freer and less cluttered, like less like, oh, scattered and disorganized, like you're so not organized. Overwhelmed. And yeah. yeah, that that could just mess with your mind and your overall mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So plus it gives you something to do. It gave me I always like feel like lately if I'm bored or sitting around not doing anything I just get up and go tackle the closet or something. Right. And it feels productive. Something about that like feels really productive. Like what could I accomplish? I feel good about that. So yeah, I do think addition by subtraction. Yeah.
0: Okay. You think it's helped your healing?
2: Mentally. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what I figured it would it be on yeah. the mental side, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, Terry Neiman?
2: No, they were kind of fun topics. I they were fun for cool. you today? Yeah, they were pretty cool.
0: See, Terry's takes ain't so bad. <laughs> You're okay when you get put on the spot.
2: It's okay. That today was okay. Yeah? <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah.
0: Well, Terry, it's great to chat with you and learn some of your perspectives. Great to chat with you right? too, Drew. You know, these little funny, silly recordings that we do, it gets me to learn about you a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you never cease to amaze me after we, all these we years. We spend
2: all this time together.
0: Yeah. And we still learn something because we have microphones in our faces, <laughs> right?
2: I don't have to be right here attending to you. That's right. You That's can't be distracted
0: right. by social media.
2: No, but I'm no. not being distracted by social media. I know. I know. Media. I'm
0: being silly. Okay, folks, thanks for listening and Hopefully, you got a few good nuggets out of the conversation that Terry and I had today. Terry, say goodbye to the good folks out there.
2: Goodbye, good
0: folks. Take care, people. Keep battling. Notes and resources for this episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 108. Take care. Bye-bye. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or know someone that you think should be, please reach out to us in the same places I mentioned a second ago. You can also leave a voice message on our recorder on the homepage of the website if that's your preference. Got any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those ideas as well. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the program, the best way to do that is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use it to listen as your platform. It helps us to get into more ears. Links to do so are in the episode notes. Be sure to check out our Battle Within swag shop on the website at battlewithin.com swag. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling, folks. Bye-bye.